Okay. Do you feel like every trend is like, or every type of fashion or era of fashion is in style right now? Oh my God. I was so glad you said that. Okay, it's true, right? I feel like so everything cute. is in style at once. Like there's like the 90s and also the 2000s and also the 70s and like I love it. The 80s, I'm sure are gonna just come in soon. Welcome to the Laundry Basket podcast. And uh, I hope you're doing your chores while listening to this. I actually thought about another activity that I do while listening to podcasts. <laughs> okay. Um, do you ever, I don't know if you can do this on Apple, but on Spotify, you can do this. You can download things to listen to when you're offline, like without the need oh. of internet. Okay. This you is like a separate app, app that allows... No, it's oh, Spotify. Yeah, it's that. one of their functions. You know, if you pay, at yeah. least if you pay, I don't know if, totally. you know, for free, you can do it. So um, I listen to podcasts on the plane. Yes. I, That's amazing. Yeah, there's, that is life changing, that hack. <laughs> I feel like the few plane rides where I haven't done it, I like hate myself. <laughs> like, how yeah. did you forget? Yeah, you <laughs> forget. You're like, oh, I didn't download them. <laughs> You're just like reading through the airplane pamphlet, like trying to. Well, I mean, they have themselves. TVs. You can watch like a movie. Not all planes. Have to reread the security pamphlet. Um, but yeah, That's while hilarious. I was on the plane listening to my podcast, I was like, "This is an excellent, you know, way to to just spend all these hours guilt-free listening to podcast after podcast after podcast." <laughs> Yeah, like more than just being guilt-free, I feel like it feels productive. You're like making yeah. use of your travel time. You are. Like learning you are. something or just being entertained, whatever. Totally. Okay. So what What? I want to know what podcast you were listening to. Oh, okay. So the podcast that I downloaded before I traveled, um, I actually did download ours, the latest one that we had up to just to listen to it. The, yes, I listen to our own podcasts. Everyone, <laughs> it's out. People can know this. <laughs> well, how no do you shame. think? No, I mean, no shame. This is how we do quality control, guys. We have to re-listen to ourselves. But um, so I have all the podcasts that I do in our sharing is caring segment are in there. And there's a okay. podcast. We'll I haven't it. shared it yet. It was excellent. Actually, this one I listened to on the train and it was perfect. So I was on a train ride from Barcelona to Madrid. And I'm listening to this podcast that what they do is they they will give you it's like it's called one book, one hour. And in one hour, they will they don't read the whole book. They like read parts of it, act out parts of it. And then they also tell you about the author and about the relevance of that story while you're in the in the in the podcast. Let me That's look fun. at the title of the one I listened to because I really liked it. I know the title in Spanish, but I don't know it because I listened to it in Spanish. I don't know in in English. It's okay, like is it this? Active. Okay, let me tell you the name in English if it rings a bell. Like the translation would be Little Women. Oh, does that make sense? It's, it's like an old. That was the book. book. Yeah, the not like it's a classic. It's yeah. an novel. Yeah, it's a classic. So, um, 
I really, really enjoyed it. It was perfect. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I like that they act stuff out. It's like yeah. storytelling for adults. <laughs> it is. It's story. It's definitely. It's exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> Cute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember one time we talked about the, this might've been a podcast that's no longer published, but we talked about the power of do of like making lists and how people based on your organization, like they will trust you more and like life will just be yes. like you earn people's respect basically. Yeah. It's like you're a trusted, responsible adult yeah, because you totally you are, you the case. Shit together in lists multiple yeah multiple. totally i made a list so let's let's switch to something fun so i was i spent some time in luxembourg where sophia lives my sister and we were planning a, a few things and we were planning a trip to paris because that's what you do when you're in europe you just travel around in different on countries a whim. yeah on a whim that's amazing. <laughs> so, I'm so we were right now <laughs> you will get there um we were we were like planning so Sophia's getting married next year and she was looking for a dress so we were planning in our Paris trip to go to different you know bridal dress stores um and a few other things right but you can't just show up to a, a I didn't know this but apparently you can't just show up to a, to a store and be like I want to try on dresses you have to like have appointments I don't know yeah. how it was when you did it. Yeah, was it I like that too? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think it depends on the shop you go to, but yeah. Well, in this case, we were like, oh, you know, it's Paris. We need to make appointments. The thing is, we yeah. had like a few things to do. It was like we wanted to do that. I wanted to go to a perfume museum. Then we wanted to like there was a few things that we had in the schedule. So as soon as we started planning, what did I do? pulled up my phone, opened the notes thing. And I started just Build writing stuff list. down. Yeah, it was, but it, and then, yeah. and then I even like added emojis to the list. Like for all the bridal story, I would put the little like bride emoji. And like, yeah. if it was like a store we were going to, anyways, was, everything was Cute. planned with the emoji and the list and the addresses. And it literally just made our entire, it was only two days. It just made everything flow because every time we had, you know, it was all there. It was all their addresses. You got it, you know, time, you got yeah. it. Like everything was just the names of the plate. You got it. It was all there. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like my dream trip. Like yeah. I just love that. If, I feel like I'm always the one with the list and they're not that organized yeah. and they definitely don't have emojis. So now I'm going to try that because <laughs> that sounds cute and motivational. Somehow. It's so motivational. And then, for example, like we missed one of the bridal appointments because the train was late. So then I added an emoji of like a sad face, you know, it's even yeah. though document the sadness, yeah, document what happened through emojis on the list. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's like a history of what yeah. happened. Now I have that little list yeah. archived. And you know, if I look at it, it reminds me of the trip. So it's great. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Um, what about me, man? I, I'm really, really excited about, I know you said you did not want to talk about the weather, mm -hmm. but I'm really happy. It's like fall and I am enjoying it. I like <laughs> wore a sweater today. I really like, like that sweater you wore, but like electric blue. Oh, thank yeah. you. I like yours. You have like the alpaca thing going it's on. It's the alpaca stuff. Yeah. 
So nice. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm enjoying the changing of the seasons, and mm. I've been, I accepted like like four new clients at once last month, or like this at the beginning oh of the month. So I, it was great, but I like was working without taking any days off for a couple weeks, and then was just like not doing anything other than working and sleeping, which is like fine. But now I'm like, yeah. Ah some free time I get to do stuff and, <laughs> and now it's fall so I'm excited to like I kind of want to go to a pumpkin patch get some pumpkin okay I think yeah. you I don't know if it's just anyways this year I noticed other people talking about the fall as being welcomed because I just saw my neighbor yesterday and we were just coming out of the elevator she's like yeah, it's kind of nice to wear sweaters again. And this girl is all about heat, you know? So I was like, yeah, something's in the air that, you know, <laughs> people are ready for fall or something. Like we're, we're like optimistic about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, I enjoy the seasons, but I, I do think there's a overall enthusiasm lately about like Halloween and like spooky things and like mm -hmm. I don't know that's what I'm feeling and I'm not so much into Halloween I'm very much into just like the fall just the fall general. yeah so okay. what do you do in, in the pumpkin patch anyways you just hang around <laughs> pumpkins like what's the deal <laughs> that is a valid question I yeah you pretty much just like some some pumpkin patches are better than others there's a really cute mm -hmm. one here in olympia that has like freshly like baked donuts like apple donuts okay. and then they have like you know the cider and they have like a little petting zoo for like their farm animals like, okay it's, like, they have a corn maze so it's like a whole thing okay that's nice that does but sound very I fall, to one in like fall-ish you know yeah, it's all of the fall things at once. And mm -hmm. you have to go when it's not raining because it's like miserable. It's you know what? Yeah, it must be. You know what's a cool fall activity? And you know me, I'm not into this kind of stuff, but I'm not this kind of stuff as in cold, this kind cold of weather this stuff. Season. <laughs> the entire um, season. I mean, the only thing I like about fall is the beautiful leaves and like, and the leather jackets and like the scarf, like the fashion, basically. Fashion. Yeah. But I remember one activity I did once when I was a child that I liked. And it was we I got together with a friend and we did a um, a scarecrow. There was a scarecrow a contest. One? Yeah, it was like a contest oh. in our school. And we made this really, really nice scarecrow. Like we actually did it like we sewed the clothes. And with this whole thing where we like made it sit on a hanging, like, um, what's the name? Oh, like a, oh, I don't know. When you go to the park and you, the swing, the swing, okay. um, I couldn't, I don't know why I didn't remember the name. <laughs> um, and it was like sitting on a swing and you could like hang it from the ceiling and it was like sitting on the swing. Anyways, it was okay. really fun. Like that whole activity, yeah. like, cause it was like a whole, like crafts thing you know we had like the crazy glue and we had like the straw we're sewing and we had, like we're sewing like it was just the whole it felt very yeah. like fall kind of activity to do yeah yeah it sounds like it that sounds like fun i, I didn't yeah if you have kids at home that fall do this. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're just really into fall and need to scare away birds. Yeah. You're, and you need a scarecrow <laughs> Okay, but since you bring up the fashion, have you yeah. what have you been 
sibling like okay. I know we we talk about oh. like there's the a difference between style like personal style and what's in fashion and like trendy and I think we both have talked about this before and how we kind of appreciate having our own styles Mm -hmm. and not so much giving into trends but what do you feel how how do you feel about fall fashion right now okay what are you excited about uh, what am I excited okay I like the way you phrased that one (laughs) yeah so I'm excited about scarves I'm a big fan of scarves. Like I have a suitcase full of scarves. And one time I was like, this is ridiculous. And I gave away some scarves. And I still think about them sometimes. Like, I think if I had my forever home, I would have a lot of scarves in that home. (laughs) (laughs) Like at least 10 times this amount of scarves. scarves everywhere. But... <laughs> and Damn, I love yeah, like tying them differently. Like, did you know that if you tie a scarf, depending on how you tie the scarf, it could look like it's an entirely different scarf. Especially when they have like different yeah. colors. It's just, it just oh, it I'm excited fun. about that. Today yeah, I put you can on a wear scarf. them as tops. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking clearly just like warmth for my neck. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, you know, do There's the top thing if you options. want. Yeah. As a headscarf, there's like so many options yeah. with scarves. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, totally. Okay. But did you say today you bought one? You bought a new scarf? No, I wore one. I wore one. It was like I, yeah, I, uh, I took it out and I, I wore it in a like in a special way that I tie it. And I looked at myself and I was like, damn, this is on point. Yeah, I, I did that. I. <laughs> I love it. I love the f- just like scarf facts that we're getting yeah. right now. Scarf yeah. tips. <laughs> I I am also great. excited about scarves. I need to add to my collection though. They, I have like two. They can make yeah. it. D- that's it. Oh my god! I'm shocked. Like they <laughs> can make really an like outfit, them. all kinds of yeah. colors, all kinds of designs, all kinds of shapes, textures. Oh my! I feel like it can elevate your outfit like no tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like every trend is like, or every type of fashion or era of fashion is in style right now? Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> okay. Because... It's true, right? I feel like so everything true. is in style at once. Like there's like the nineties and also the two thousands and also the seventies and like I love it. the eighties. I'm sure are gonna just come in soon. I can't wait. It's just a matter. Of time. I can't yeah. wait for the '80s. I like. I would have, especially with the hair. I would have loved to be like a teenager in the '80s. I was a yeah. baby in the, the big 80s. hair, the, body the hair suits with the like, like the tights, the neon the colors, warmers. The like, I I already do the leg warmers. I'm like, yeah, okay, this do. is like the best I, invention in the world. <laughs> you gave me some leg warmers, and I wear them every winter. They're like so yeah. cozy, so warm, and I'm always cold. So it's like, perfect. yeah, perfect accessory. But uh, what are you? What do you think is like trending right now in terms of fall fashion? Because I don't, I don't haven't paid attention. Did you see anything special? No, I. I don't think I really mm-hmm. have been paying attention either. I just have noticed that I, it feels like everything is all in style, like yeah. high-rise jeans, low-rise jeans, boots, over-the-knee boots, booties, like mm-hmm. flats. Like, everything and I that's ever. Lo- I kind of love it because I feel like it encourages people to just be wear whatever yeah. they want because it's like 
Yeah. There used to be this like very, not strict, but this very like almost predictable trend cycle where it was like, okay, yeah. next year we're going to be revisiting, you know, <laughs> actually, I don't even think it was year by year. I think it was more it, it was slower and it just feels like everything mm-hmm. is speeding up. But mm-hmm. in this instance, it's kind of a good thing because we can all yeah. just. And also it's give. good because different styles look better on different bodies. So exactly. everyone gets to look good. No one has to like, yeah. you know wear something that really Force doesn't themselves. flatter them yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's a really great part you know what's a fashion that i think started maybe a year ago maybe a little bit more but okay more or less a year that i absolutely dig and i'm so happy about hmm. um is the oversize for girls like especially oversized dress shirts basically Ooh, as a girl you okay. can just wear a guy shirt and it and like everyone's okay with it like the dress shirt like button up Mm -hmm. and i've seen girls pull the styling all kinds of different ways and i love it yeah it's kind of like that business casual but like really casual when it's on a girl like it just feels a little bit dressed down if you wear it with jeans or something yeah so cute yeah i saw a girl i I don't have one i've never done it but i always like love how it looks on Mm -hmm. other girls you know have you done do you have one I have tried, Salim, I've tried for months. I would go to this yeah. thrift store next to my house and I was like going through all the guys' shirts and I tried some on and I think it just, it takes a while to like get into it. Feel comfortable in it. To feel comfortable, yeah. And you have to like find your way. And of course, again, different bodies, There's gonna, things are going to look differently. So I'm just kind of like mm. still getting into it. I did buy one that's like, well, to be honest, it was it's a guy shirt but it's like size small of a guy shirt. So it's oh, it like just fits a little bit more. It's fitted <laughs> a little. It's not. It's definitely not fitted, but okay. it's like the shoulder line is at my shoulder. And if you just if I tuck it in, you would just think that's the way it's the shirt is made. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I started there and I like yeah, every time I wear it. So, yeah. Yeah, I but, love um, it. You're like adventuring a little bit into mm-hmm. something new. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Fun. I don't know mm-hmm. if I am has been adventurous with any fashion in a long time. So I'm excited for you. I'm <laughs> definitely I, I have been. So, you know, we've been talking about this whole thing for a while, this whole like closet thing, and it's just on my mind constantly now. Yeah. It's just such a big part of my life. Like I'm just, you know, I in now that I was in Spain, I did buy two things. Um, and I was just like so careful when selecting them. And I went into the store and I tried on a few things and I only bought the two things that looked perfect on me. I was like, I'm not even going to like, oh, because this thing, I was like, no, if it doesn't look perfect, I'm not going to have it because I want these pieces to feel like they're like, curated you know museum kind of pieces in my closet so i love that oh Mm -hmm. everyone should just treat their closet like that because it's like good for your i mean we've already talked about this but yeah i I know it's funny that you say you've been thinking about it all the time Mm -hmm. and like i think i bring it up all the time Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes people look at fashion and they just like act like it's superficial and it like doesn't matter but you made such a good point that it's like 
we are wearing clothes every day. We have to think about it every morning when we put them on, when we're planning out big for big events or work things like it, it does do a lot of expression for who you are, yeah. whether you like it or not. And so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. why not talk about it? Why not? Enjoy talk it? About it. So can I ramble into something else here, but it's still a bit fashion wise. What do you think when I tell you buying a wedding dress in Paris? What do you imagine? Just luxury, like champagne. They they have little French pastries and cookies and fruit and chocolate croissants. <laughs> I'm just like going straight right? to the food, yeah. but also probably <laughs> a lot of dresses and like uh, pretty lights and mirrors. I'm just oh, like yeah. elegance and luxury, I guess totally right like you're just thinking oh my god wedding dress shopping in paris is like the most you know feminine thing you can do and it's just glamorous and everything you described and more yeah i'm gonna like just bust everyone's bubble right now of like dream it's not that at all okay so i think paris just like we just associate everything glamorous with Paris, but let's yeah. be real, like they actually haven't earned that. Like they they just made a really good reputation for themselves. But we had a very um radical reality check with Sophia with this like bridal dress shopping in Paris. First of all, she had gone a few months ago to the street that people are like, oh the street in Montmartre. Montmartre is this like renowned little neighborhood where there's like a hill and there's like a church at the top of the hill and everybody goes there to take pictures and it's like oh cool you know it sounds so fancy and she said that she just went to that street and walked like the different bridal stores that are on that street and she's like everything was ghetto it just looked like you know badly made dresses like for people with very eccentric taste and just like not glamorous So we're like, okay, we know not to go there. Let's find other bridal stores online. I'm sure we're going to get like so many and there's just going to be like, so we're looking at blogs, like, you know, the best bridal stores in Paris. And there isn't that many. There was like three, four, like there really wasn't a lot to choose from. So we're like, okay. And then we like start doing the whole like process of getting appointments. So we got appointments for three shops. There was one where they made you pay 30 euros just to go in. So we're like, what? Yeah, we're not doing that. Especially that that store was selling one brand that, you know, you can get anywhere. It's not like a unique designer. So we're like, okay, okay we're not going there. So first store, we missed it because the train was late. Second store, we go in and it's literally just like any other store. Like there was no special decoration. It, there wasn't flowers everywhere to make you feel like this is something special. The dresses are just like on the wall. The lady is like kind of rude, but we're like, okay, it's Paris. Like maybe that's normal. But she was just like, basically didn't let Sophia choose her dress. Like she just asked Sophia what she, what she wanted. And she felt that she understood and just kind of like forced Sophia to try the dresses that she wanted her right. to try. And then try to like rush her through. And there was like no little, you know, when you go try on dress, there's like a podium that you stand on and you like, yeah, none of that. 
just figure it out. What? So it was, and then there was like her assistant was there. Her assistant was wearing like a tie dye outfit with like UGG boots, and we're like, what? <laughs> Anyways, it Not was the so UGG weird. <laughs> we're just like, where are we? So we walk out of there after trying a few dresses and yeah. being like, yeah, we're not buying there. We're like, whatever. We've got another one, you know, booked. We we start walking there. We had to go through this like kind of a bit of a ghetto. Like it was just like a shady few streets, like mattress on the floor, like random staff. We're like, where are we? We get there, Salima. It's a Chinese store. In all of Paris. It's a Chinese store and not a Chinese fancy store. Don't think like, oh, the Chinese people who like, you know, come to like spend all their money. No, no. The Chinese knockoffs kind of store. So like we walk in, half the store is not even bridal dresses. It's just like random stuff, as you could imagine, like dollar store almost. Then there was like some dresses on the wall and the lady's like, yeah, what's your size? And we're like, oh, we're not, we don't know. And she's like, well, what do you mean you don't know? What's your size? And we're like, well, it's for a wedding dress. Like, we don't even know if it's the same sizes. And she's like, really? So when you go shopping, you don't know what your size is? And me and Sophia look at each other. We're like, what? And then she's like, yeah, you choose five dresses. That's it. So we like turn around and start looking at the dresses. And Sophia's like, yeah, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, let's just get out. So then we just left. And then we just kept going like with our Paris trip and forgot everything about bridal dresses anyways I know the story's long then we went to Luxembourg had an appointment there and then everything you described happened okay the nice store oh the pink walls the flowers the Prosecco the podium the everything. podium all of it all of it was there the girl was super okay. nice everything was amazing you're like okay that's great and the girl who was at the store actually told us you know what's funny i try to like i went to paris to do a market research to see if we should open a store there and she's like and i couldn't find any good store in paris so even she said it so we were like all right so anyways all that to say if you're gonna get a like wedding dress don't sweat it don't go to paris you know figure it out somewhere else Luxembourg or Hillsboro, Oregon. Yeah, I had exactly. perfect luck there. There was a podium. <laughs> there you go. You had a podium. So and there was champagne. Yeah. There you go. No, that sucks. I'm so sorry that that was her first experience or like the first oh, experience. It's great that you found it. Like, like you yeah, had it, and then you had like kind of a crazy experience, which is you know, yeah, that's a story to yeah. tell now about the day of the dress shopping. Exactly. So now we know Paris for all its glamour. It's not good for bridal oh, dresses. Where's the hype? Wow. Okay. Good to know. I can talk about the neighborhood apps again because I feel like this will be an ongoing uh, update now <laughs> on our podcast. The uh, next door app, which is the app, you know, where all of your neighbors are like, acting like it's a Facebook group, updating you live about what that noise was down the street. I love <sighs> this. Absolutely love this. <laughs> okay. So usually, usually this is the reason I deleted the app and now I just get the email updates, which are hilarious. Um, usually it's just like, you know, wild animals and like gunshots that people are like, oh, we heard a gunshot. And then like, it's just like, you know, normal day. In, oh my god you know in the united states in Olympia. yeah <laughs> pretty much 
Um, but more recently, there has been a man hunting deer with a bow and arrow in the neighborhood. Wait, what? That's I don't know. Lot. There's not. That's a lot to process. First of all, there's deer yeah. hanging out in the neighborhood. And second, there's oh, somebody yeah. hunting. And third, that person's hunting them with a bow and arrow. Who yeah, found deer... this out? Did they I mean, take the, a picture? The deer they... are all over. Yeah, I don't know. There was no picture in the in the post, but and there wasn't a lot of contact. But they, I mean, no, they saw I an think, arrow. I think they like saw the, the person like going through a field or like their backyard <laughs> with a bow and arrow. Like, yeah. And then lately, there has been a man walking around our neighborhood park, just relieving himself and walking up to women and relieving himself oh, on them. No. Like, oh, that, oh, like a like a bit of a I guess a crazy person, right? Like a. I mean, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that gives crazy people a bad rap. Like, like can't you this just guy's like... just a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's a perv. But like, you're supposed to call the cops and then he gets arrested. No, they for, have. Like, I think or whatever. they have, but I think because they, they didn't, it's happened twice now. And like the lady didn't, <gasps> the first time didn't get like a picture or anything. So they didn't have any way to like ID him. But then the second time the lady got pictures and like. Uh, she even got pictures of that. <laughs> I know. Can you, you imagine having a picture? The cop should just, you know, dress hot, go out there. I'm sure in a matter of time, this loser is going to pop up. <laughs> go undercover with a hottie. Go undercover with, like, as a hottie. <laughs> and then just, you know, get the job Do your done. job. <laughs> this job doesn't even sound that hard in this situation. <laughs> no, it sounds pretty easy. Ah, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, I hope it doesn't happen to you. That's. Ugh. Yeah, I'm avoiding that park like the plague. Let's just say nah, that. That's I have, true. yeah, no reason to go there. So <laughs> I have a question here. Someone's yeah. writing these emails and sending them out. Like there's an actual like content no, no, no. creator there. Like, no, oh my gosh. No. It's like a it's like a Facebook group where there's like, you know, people post every day and then like certain posts that get a lot of engagement or whatever, like the algorithms oh. emails. And it's just like, here's what's happening this week or whatever. So you're reading the email. Yeah. You just you want to know what's happening. Dude, I only oh, read the it. ones they will use these like buzzwords in, in the body of the email. You Hashtags know? They're, for the neighborhood. Like, oh, no. <laughs> in a deer it's like how could i not open this it's a clickbait you tell me rita you think you have the willpower to not oh, have the willpower if it's happening in my neighborhood oh i'm gonna click on that no yeah some drama and you're not involved it's great it's great i should i might re-download that now that we're talking about it good because i feel like this would be such an entertaining thing to do like friday night with your friend having a glass of wine just you know, get on that app and get entertained. Yeah, that's maybe amazing. even post. I don't think I could ever post. Maybe I don't post. need that. I, I mean, that. the I feel like the bar is high. How are you going to compete against bow and arrow in a deer? Like, what are you going to post that's going to outdo that? Oh, I grew oh, a big yeah. cabbage. No one's going to care. You know. <laughs> You're right. Ugh, yeah. I hate that you're right. I wish I had some more drama to share with the people. <laughs> okay, so what about you? Is it a culture shock being in Vancouver? Are you like stunned to be back? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm honestly, there is one thing that was a kind of a culture shock. I mean, I knew this was gonna happen, but I just didn't know it was gonna have such a big impact on me. 
when I went out of Vancouver, I was just so amazed at cities like big cities where there's no like drug addicts on the street, you know, people deranged, screaming violently, like all over, because this is kind of rampant right now in Vancouver, especially that I live downtown. And I don't live in a shady area at all, but they're just everywhere. And we see them every day, multiple times, like anywhere you go, you hear them in the street, you hear them at night, you like, and it's annoying. But when I was out of Vancouver, I was like, oh my God, it's such a relief that I can just like walk out and there's nobody, you know, like there's no, I don't know. It was just, it was great. And I think that when I came back and I was like, oh, those people again, you know, it's, um, it's not nice. It's not nice. It's a big problem we have. It is such a problem. And I honestly have been thinking about it a lot because I feel like I've gotten into that kind of similar mentality where I'm like those people and it does kind of feel like a nuisance sometimes because I lived in Portland where it was a huge issue and yeah. then now I'm in Olympia and it's it was a, a large issue like we have this lake um, that's kind of central to the downtown area and like the whole lake was basically no one would use it anymore people used to walk around the lake as like a trail that ran through downtown and no one used it anymore because there were just homeless people like camping all throughout yeah. uh, the lake and the city moved them. And now they're like a few, like 10 miles down in like a nearby city. <sighs> and it's like, I don't know what the solution is. Like, I'm not going to preach about it because yeah. I really don't have a solution, but I do feel kind of weird having that. Like, <sighs> I think it's different because you literally, like you said, are having them in the middle of the night. Like you're like disturbing your sleep. Time. It's like, yeah encroaching on your bubble and your personal space and everything which Mm -hmm. is really like a a very valid problem so I guess I'm like removed from it in a way and I want to like help like I've been trying to think of ways that I can like kind of help just locally with like food yeah but anyway it's like a whole it's a whole topic that we could do yeah it's a whole topic we could do so I think that that was the big thing that for me I was like wow you know, yeah, yeah. Kind of like yeah. the only thing really about Vancouver you, that I'm like annoying. What do you think is different with those countries? Because like Vancouver has public health care, and like what okay. what is the difference? Yeah, I know I'm that's gonna, such a huge yeah, question. No, it's a huge question, <laughs> and I by no means <laughs> will think that I'm like super right here. But I'm gonna give yeah. a theory, and I'm gonna toss it out there for people to reflect on. So if we go to the root of what a lot of these people suffer from is mental illness or some deep, deep emotional traumas that have been then, you know, filled with drugs and all of that, at least in Vancouver. Like most of these people are addicted to something, some substance. So I think that in these other countries, namely Spain, to give an example, there's less of those like um, experience, I mean, let let me say one very important thing at the end. The Canadian society overall is very individualistic. And sometimes it's easy for families to just give up on a certain human being, like a child or something like that. 
And in these other societies, usually it doesn't happen. Usually people will try to like embrace you a little bit more so that you don't feel so lonely and you don't resort to drugs because you have a community around you. You have neighbors, you have like, like you never feel lonely basically. So even if you have been traumatized, even if some bad things happen to you, you don't necessarily feel like you need to take drugs. So already that's like a huge, you know, filter. <laughs> it's, it's just, so um, obviously I'm not like, it's not a perfect answer, but yeah, I would but bet I on that. You know, I would bet on yeah. that. The individualistic society is a huge issue, I think, why people have mental health issues and have addiction yeah. issues and all of it. So Yeah, and I'm not saying like, oh, you know, all of Canadian society like is horrible or like, oh, Spanish right. society is perfect. Like, I'm not trying to say that, right. but I, but there's a tendency that in communities, like in societies where there's more community, there's less, at least drug addiction, you know? Hmm. Like it's a thing in, in North America or even like Northern Europe, consuming drugs is just a thing as if it was normal. But in many, many countries of the world, it's, it's not normal <laughs> at all, <laughs> yeah, you true. know? So, yeah. We don't have to dwell on this, but it's just a thought I'm going to put out there. So honestly, sometimes I don't know if I should be afraid or not because of the whole poutine and the the nuclear war threat or whatever. So I feel like we're living in this moment where we're just like, we turn on the news and it's like nuclear and Putin said this and that. And then you turn it off and then you just keep going with your life because you're like, well, yeah. this sucks. And then you just move on. Yeah. So it's just like weird. The situation it's literally like constant fires. It feels like, like with everything that's going on in Iran right now is so scary. Yeah. so terrifying and we should all be paying attention to it and then also yeah. like the climate change issues that are happening like in like in, we had a hurricane in canada and Rico. you guys had a hurricane yeah. I didn't we had the same hurricane fiona fiona oh. arrives to canada to canada i had no and idea like, <laughs> houses were destroyed and like the power Where? things fell Whoa. down and in the atlantic part. Yeah, yeah yeah right yeah Ugh, that's insane i didn't know, I know. Yeah, it's very scary. Scary it's, time. Yeah. You just have to dissociate. You have to shut just it out dissociate. and just yeah. keep going. Just keep but going. Yeah, You're the, and I'm like, you on that. am I being an irresponsible human being? But also, yeah. what am I going to do? No, you're I not. Have, you're I not. You have to. Day. There's no other you way know? to be productive, to like survive, right? It's like, yeah, we have to. As dark as it is, as, as messed up as it feels. Um, uh, yeah. So I, this is something really random and really, uh, going in a different direction um mm -hmm. I've been thinking about the best and worst jobs that I've worked just because I, oh I like I've been living in nostalgia with this whole dissociating from life and how dark it is so I'm just like thinking you know thinking about my old jobs and I, I'm always thinking about my job at the farmer's market and I'm sure mm -hmm. you remember this job I do I do I would always get so many giant bags of free cherries and they were amazing like just free fruit of all kind I worked at a little farm stand so that's my best job ever I would say I mean aside from like my current job I like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny because it was also in food yeah totally I think that's the job where I was like oh yeah I could do this forever like mm -hmm. do something around food yeah 
Man, I had so many best jobs. Like I had a lot of jobs I liked, but there is one that just comes up to mind now that I worked at, not because I needed the money, but just because I enjoyed being there. So I think that's a really good Ooh. indication. Um, yes. the st it's a store that sold soaps and creams and perfumes okay. called Fruits and Passion. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a body shop, but a lot more, a lot less corporate than body shop. Okay. So yeah, that I just loved being there. And I kept that one shift. Like I was working a little more and then I had another job and I was like, I'm still going to keep, keep like a Sunday shift. One shift. That's so nice. And just, just like, like to be around. To have a good time. I would just show up to like paid. be around and like, you know, when the guys would come and be like, oh, it's my wife's birthday. And I'll be, I would be like, I love selling to guys. Cause it's like, great. What's your budget? And they'll be like, I don't know, $80. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And we'd like, prepare the basket for the wives and like wrap it up nice and you know it was just spreading love all day smelling good and just like all these like natural ingredients and oils loved it no one's ever in a bad mood shopping for like soap no. and like bodies like I just feel like it's fun like the perfume it's, it's just the yeah. treat yourself kind of moment so totally good energy yeah okay what about the worst you have okay. the worst I'd probably, oh my God, the worst. You know, that's dramatic. Maybe not the worst. It's dramatic. Maybe and the hardest? Yeah, maybe the hardest because I don't, I wouldn't see myself stick around in like the worst. And honestly, okay. I made fun. Like I'm, I made everywhere I was fun. Like I worked in call centers and it, I made it fun, you know, I'm, and I made friends there. So I can't say it was like a bad job just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. was that the hardest though? The call centers? No, maybe the hardest was probably Tim Hortons, the coffee shop, oh, because yeah. there was like a lot of stuff to do. But I also made friends with the people I worked there with, so it was like kind of fun. I just figured yeah. a way to always make friends with the people around me. Right? Yeah, that's no, actually one thing I, know I really missed. I know. Sorry, I'll tell you the hardest yeah, one in that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Go, um, go. When I was a teacher in a private school in Mexico. And it was really hard oh. because I kind of had more uh, like a heavier schedule than I should because they just didn't want to hire another teacher for, you know, for that. And mm -hmm. also the kids, they were very entitled because they, they knew they wouldn't repeat the grade. We had to pass them anyways. And they knew because it was a private school, they knew they owned the place. Like they knew they owned the country. They knew that it didn't matter what they did. They were going to be just fine. And they were yeah. they were gonna live way better than anyone else, and you know, and it just it was it was really hard. That was a difficult moment. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, I think for me, like the hardest one is also related to working with kids. It's like teaching, but actually, it wasn't the working with kids piece of it because obviously, I was working in public schools, so it's very different uh, setting. But the part that was hard, I think, was just like the system itself and how frustrating it felt all the time. Like how I just felt like we were all kind of set up for failure with like kids that needs weren't being met. And I just felt yeah. like this, I can't help in a system like this. And so I just had to leave. So that I think was really hard. Yeah. I like was trying to help and trying yeah. to be the best teacher that I could be. And I think, you know, it was just a, a hard, super frustrating, very hard job. And so my hat goes off to all teachers. I'm like, oh my God, all teachers. Very
I think I'm going to close with this one last comment. Again, another recurring topic, the app Be Real is gaining momentum. I saw some of the people I follow on Instagram reposting their Be Real post. And I'm like, oh my God. It's hilarious how everything happens in the world and then it finds its way on Instagram. Instagram. Just like <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing about it too. Are you tempted at all? I find it stressful. I, I it I, so I did the, my profile. I did one post. Then I was like, okay, whatever. This is the thing. Do we need so many apps? Like, do we need to no, be everywhere? God, no. Posting our pictures why. everywhere? Like, I'm like, yeah. why another app? And like, it's only a matter of time for it to become another Instagram or another TikTok. Like, because the app at the end of the day needs to survive. Like, now it's cool. People are like, yeah, unfiltered photos. But then at some point, I don't know. And I'm just like, one more app, really? Why? I like the idea of unfiltered photos. But yeah, I hate the idea of a new app and hate the idea. And I could be wrong on this, but my understanding of Be Real is that it like sends you a notification every day at random times. And it's like, take a picture. And I'm like, no, there's I just no. Don't tell me what to do. Absolutely not. <laughs> there's yeah. no way. That's the whole thing. It's like you can only post at that one moment and everyone's posting at the same time. So then you get to see everyone's photos at that moment. Or, and it's like the app basically forces people to interact at a specific moment with it. Honestly, uh -huh. is it's either going to get bought out. Apparently, Instagram's already started to like mimic some of the functions like that the app does. I was like, of course, yeah. Instagram's going to mimic. <laughs> Plagiarize everything. Um, anyways, it's out there. People are talking about it. And I'm just like, fuck, like one more app. So yeah. Yes. Let's do a sharing is caring. Yeah, exactly. I have one here. Um, so this podcast, the girl hasn't posted in a while because she just gave birth to her second child, but it's still, it's kind of like endless um, content like uh, or timeless content. You can go back and listen to it. The podcast is called Lovers and Friends and the girl's called Shan Budram. But if you just put lovers and friends and a girl comes up with like big curly hair, it's her. Um, okay. And it's all kind of topics and it's her and she interviews like people around her. It could be friends or whatever. But I don't know how these podcasters manage to have like famous friends because they're like, oh, yeah, my friend. And I'm like, oh, the friend is also like a book writer. Yeah, or a she podcast has writer. like Nick Cannon on. Good for her. Anyways. Um, all the topics but are I cool. Will definitely listen to this. Yeah, they're really fun. You know, they always talk about things love related, friendship related, a little bit sex related, and they're just like they go deep and they're really entertaining in the way that they produce the podcast. So I like that one. Lovers cool. and friends, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed our podcast, we would love it if you could share with one of your friends or family that's all you can share it with you're not going to share it with uh, your enemies or your pets you could share it with some strangers 